choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Alright, here we are, guys. It's episode 12. We're naming at the end. I'm Suave, at Sincerely Suave. Um, Kel's at KMGZ. And we are, thanks for asking. And um, I'm on the road, and we usually do this from uh, we usually do this from home on Sunday. But you know they got mulatto kells uh, picking cotton this week, and you know I'm used to being in the house, so I ain't as fast as some of the other slaves. And you know they don't really appreciate me being out there, so they don't be trying to help me or give me no no clues. So I gotta figure out how to you know get this 500 pounds of cotton on my on my own. So. And the stress of that, I forgot, you know, the microphone, and, and so, but we, you know, y'all, y'all can roll with us, and, um, you know, we're gonna, so we're gonna work it we out. out yeah. yeah. All right, so, as our, um, first section is, uh, yours in negritude, um, you go first, cause I, I still flipping back and forth on what mine is. You know, did you tell me what yours was? You ain't tell me. No, it's a terrible idea because I don't. I didn't find. All right, all right. Well, I, so since since we on the cuff, I don't, I haven't been I haven't been on the tweets and the TV that much this week because, like I said, I've been picking cotton in the fields um, with the field hands. But I don't know when this occurred. If this was this week, but I guess my yours and negritude is going to go out to that black lady that kept crying. <laughs> Kept crashing in news interviews, crash uh, Don, Lim- Don Lemon on CNN and, and whoever the white dude is on Fox and called Don to Uncle Tom and called Obama Uncle Tom and held up the sign and said, angry black woman. You know, random ass black people fucking photo bombing news shoots are like the greatest thing. <laughs> like, that's, that's awesome. So she that's, gets... That's really awesome. In, in this slow black excellence week or whatever y'all want to call it, we call it the yours and negritude. Um, yeah, we call it North because it ain't got to be black. Like, I, I think this is the first time I actually gave a yours and negritude to somebody black. It just got to be, you know, whatever. So that that goes out to her because I could just couldn't think of uh, anybody else. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been a little distant from the outer world myself. You was at an orgy, huh? You stupid, no, man. I was in the bad giggling and shit. Back of what? The orgy? What orgy? All I know is I, I checked into the Twitter and I seen something about uh, can you be with your side girl and all your girls at once and some shit. And I was like, oh, what's, where's Suave at? Suave at the orgy. Nah, you stupid guy. We was having a conversation. We've been discussing like, um, what, po- what, I can't po- pronounce poly- poly- Polyamory? Polyamorous. Yeah. yeah, so we just been talking about that and like, she was explaining like there's some OG she knows, and they these 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 dudes have their wife, their mistress, their other mistress, and like they all hang out and like they're all in cahoots. And I was just like, I mean, why the hell not? Y'all shit doing? Really works? Yeah. I mean, it worked whether you know it work or not. Y'all just ain't knowing. They got a wife, they got side chick, they got baby mom over there. Y'all just don't know about each other. But I, I feel like oh, that's the thing is is 
is that they do. So that's like, why I know. I'm saying usually that's the. I was just like, I was amazed. I was like, yo, this shit really works. Yes, because you're doing it anyway. You don't listen. All these people talking about I can be in one. You already in one. You just don't know it. And that is to me that injects artificial. Uh, that injects intention into the situation where it don't need to be. Because I'm gonna still be fucking these hoes. So you can know about it. You cannot know about it. Choice is yours. How you want to live life. I come from the school of thought that, like, I know it's it's kind of inhumane to expect us as humans to, like, be monogamous for such a, like, for the rest of our lives after a certain point. I, for me, I think that that's not human. Like, like that's, that's just, that's asking a lot. That's some fairy tale church shit. Because, and, yeah. they, and they try to put it on men, but me and you both sitting here, neither one of us is men, and we'll tell you the nope. same thing. Like, because a lot of women... And when I say a lot, because I know who our listeners are, and I know y'all motherfuckers just as savage as we is, so believe me when I ain't trying to categorize everybody, but a lot of women think that they, for them, sex is, is, is wrapped up in, like, their emotions and their heart and shit, and how can you love me and, and fuck that bitch, because I want to fuck that bitch, ain't got nothing to do with me loving you, I still love you, I want to fuck that bitch, and some of them just, they don't yeah. get that, and they can't, and it's like, yo... I, I deal with it. I, I mean, I'm 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 going through this phase where it's like I'm trying to separate myself from my ego. So I deal with a whole lot of. I mean, I'm 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 a serial monogamous, but at the same time, I know I, I know who my parents are. I know who my father is. So it's like this is in me, and I have these thoughts. So I can't. I'm not gonna suppress them. So I don't know. Whatever we have these conversations, so I wasn't at an orgy. <laughs> as long as everybody is cool, that's the that's the thing. People to realize your relationship ain't got to be this way or that way. It's whatever you're cool with it being. So if y'all cool all hanging out, then then nobody else should have nothing to say about. It. That's what's wrong with the world. Niggas be giving a fuck when it ain't their turn to give a fuck. If 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 Miss Barbara and Miss Claudine and Mister Larry. Want to have a little whatever they got? That's their damn business. They grown tax paying Americans. They can do whatever the hell they want to do. Damn right. So, yeah. So, um, so you wasn't at the orgy, okay? Because we was gonna have current. We was gonna have the orgy in current events. But since we know you wasn't there, now we can go ahead on and and scratch that off off the list. So. <laughs> um, I'll let you know when I go. Maybe oh, we can find one when you take here. the selfie stick. Take the selfie stick. Um, so we moving on to current events and, uh, there's only been one real current event, right? This past week, has there been anything else? I haven't um, been in the news that much. Me neither. I kind of just tried to unplug as much as I could. It's been too much going on. Yeah, so. Everybody's, everybody's really fucking angry. <laughs> I know. It's been like a rage week on Twitter. Every time I plug in, somebody fussing. I'm like, eh, log in, log off. Um. Something, yeah, I was trying to figure out yesterday what was going on with the stay woke. Not, I guess somebody bought somebody's webpage. I couldn't follow it, and I had a beer, so I was like, fuck it. But, um, yeah, people, it's been a mad week. I don't know. The, I don't know. Uh, must be the heat, because it's finally hot for real. All right. So, the current events are, or is, um, the shooting in the, what was it, was it the AME church? I don't remember the name of it, but it was like the oldest, if I'm not mistaken. Not the oldest AME church, because the oldest AME church is in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Well, the first one, which is the oldest one, is in Philadelphia, but I believe it's the oldest one in South Carolina. 
and I think that the, it's it has a it has a history in civil rights, and its and its history in civil rights goes like way back to like antebellum, like seventeen, no, eighteen twenty two, I think, way back to slavery days. So it's 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 had that reputation since day one. And I was reading a paper about it where um, the reason right now is situated. Part of the issue is right now we're situated at is. Um, kind of getting gentrified, so there's a lot of white people in the area, but when it was initially set up, it was outside of the Charleston city limits, and they did that because all the churches that were in Charleston, the, the um, you know, the slave masters, the whoever, the police, the sheriff, whoever, was harassing them, they could come and, you know, burn up, they do whatever they, they did back in the 1800s to black people in South Carolina, but they didn't, yeah. the sheriff couldn't, uh, didn't have authority outside, wherever this church is right now, was in some area where at that time they didn't have authority so that's where where it was historically but since the city has expanded it's actually in the city of charleston i said charlotte in the city of charleston now and even even within the city of charleston i was reading that when it first started that area so it's kind of like i don't know if it's south but it looks like it's closer to the water was predominantly african-american i think it's in the new york times and it showed you know so to where now it's starting to gentrify and it's not it's more um whites moving in and not as many African Americans, so that kind of added to the mix. Where it's like you got this historically black church that used to be in this historically black area, and it's now getting you know encroached on by the you know the White Walkers. Okay, I didn't I didn't know that. I wasn't familiar with the history of the church. Yeah, well, to that extent, rather. Yeah, so the dude, little white boy, walked in, sat with the people for an hour, prayed with them. And then got up and shot and killed the nine nine people. I think it was third. They said it was thirteen in there. A few, a couple people made it. I, I can't remember. I just know it was nine people that that were killed. But I think, yeah, somebody had to make it because they told what happened, right? So yeah, I know. I know. Apparently, there was one lady. Uh, I'm not sure of her age, but he. I guess he told her that he was going to let her live so she could right, tell right. what she did. And then um, there was a, a child. I'm not sure if it was a boy or a girl that faked dead. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. And what if apparently one of the guys, one of the boys that got killed, got killed, uh, Sheila and his mother. And then, so I guess one of the people that got, not I guess, one of the people that got killed, or I don't know if she was, a, I don't know these little church titles. I don't know if she's a reverend, a pastor, a deacon. I, I don't know, but she was something in the church and also a state senator, uh, yeah. was one of the ones that was killed. Yeah, I found out today that one of, uh, one of the ladies was one of my coworkers' line sister, and I was just like, shit. Oh, damn. Wow. Yeah, so there's so many things to say about this. And honestly, like this one, I knew as soon as it happened, they was going to try to spin it into gun control issue immediately. Because honestly, every shooting that occurs in America, no matter what the circumstances are, the liberals try to turn into a gun control issue. And I don't know if I stated this before, but y'all probably could guess. I, you know, I'm a veteran. I was in the Marine Corps. I like my guns. I like shooting. And, you know, I'm not... I'm not NRA crazy with it, but I, I'm not, I definitely, I'm law-abiding, I know how to shoot, I'm not crazy, I know how to shoot, uh, you know, safely and keep guns safely, and you'll get my shit out of my cold dead hand, but having said that, you know, I'm not opposed to, I feel like the regulations we have right now are ridiculous, I'm not opposed to some regulations, you know, I don't think you need AK-47, you, not, you ain't going, you, I don't know what you hunting with an AK-47, whatever you shooting at, just gonna shoot it all the shit anyway, ain't gonna be able to eat it, so you don't need that, but, um, you know, I'm not one of these banned guns people, and I'm not even one of these banned long, cause, I mean, look, I like shooting rifles, I like shooting tech nines, I like shooting all that shit, I know how to shoot them, I like going to the range and shooting them, so, I, you know, 
I, I'll be I'll be the outlier on that. But like that being said, though, you know that that every everything ain't a, ain't a gun control issue because if you think that somebody who who, who decided to go into a church and start a race war and kill nine people and sit there and pray with them was going to let was going to let the fact that he couldn't walk into a Walmart and buy a gun deter him then you're like type retarded so whatever I don't know what you got I, I, I'm like kind of I'm not it's, it's I'm not as like shocked by some of these incidents as some others are so like what's your take on it I'm I'm kind of with you like I'm not shocked it never hurts any less every time it happens, but like I'm at this point, I'm not shocked, and it's just like, you know, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not opposed to guns at all. I grew up in a house where guns were very prevalent in my childhood, and, and for different various reasons, for hunting, for whatever, I. shit is lazy all that shit is lazy man oh they're evil they crazy that shit is lazy man people do yeah like it immediately becomes oh well a question of mental health now i advocate for mental health um you know issues and research and all that stuff because it's something that we don't understand as people um to the extent that i think that we should because it's, it's, it's running rampant across the world but i mean it's it's it's, it's kind of hard to understand like mental issues but Either way, it, it always becomes, especially within dealing with white people when they do something, it always mm-hmm. becomes, oh, well, they've been going through something or, you know, it, it was it's undiagnosed or it's untreated or it's, it's whatever. Like, there's always some kind of excuse. Some to old bullshit. Some old yeah, bullshit. Some, yeah, some old bullshit of, of why it couldn't just be as simple as them being an evil fucking person. Or they like, just... Whenever we do something, yeah. it's like... It's like no, y'all are just the devil. Black people aren't aren't shit, and y'all are just here to y'all shouldn't have ran. And, y'all should do what we said. She should have just laid on the ground. I I'm glad you brought that, huh? No, I'm not. I'm I'm agreeing with you. Oh, uh, like oh, you weren't being compliant, or you being disrespectful, or you were talking back, or whatever. Like we were disobedient to some arbitrary law. It, it, what? See. I, this, I have so many unpopular opinions on this whole thing. I got, God bless those nine people, but I got irritated. And I hate to say it like this because, I mean, nine people got shot in the church. And fuck how I feel about it. You know what I mean? But I did get irritated with the situation rather early. Like, kind of the day it happened because the spin just, there was so many spins. And it just all started immediately. Um, but I'm glad you brought that shit about the mental health. Cause again, I'm not a psychiatrist, but like, yo, this is, this is the, I am an attorney and I know the legal standard of mental. And here's the issue I have. This is why, this is one of the many reasons why I have an issue with this mental health shit. Cause of all the reasons you said how it's only the white person and, and all of that. But just because this is the thing, bro, you can have a mental illness. You can have all of this, whatever you can have. That don't right. mean you don't know what the fuck you doing. That don't mean exactly. that don't mean that motherfucker didn't decide. You know what? I'm gonna go shoot me some niggas today, and and that's it's always presented as if, 
oh, well, you know, he had him, so the fuck what, man? You know what, you people who are like crazy, quote fingers crazy, you you catch them do some shit like that, and they tell you, oh, well, he was a demon, or oh, you know what I mean? They have, they telling, they sound crazy from the gate, like they were in a the altered state, they was not aware of what they were doing, which is the legal standard. The legal standard is, nigga, you can have every legal um, diagnosis in this fucking book of diagnoses we have here, but if you knew at the time what you was doing was wrong, nigga, you going to jail. And that's that's the first issue. I was like, yeah. First of all, y'all don't know the nigga had no mental illness. You ain't even caught the nigga yet. Y'all diagnosed him as a mental illness. But even if he did have mental illness, that don't mean he ain't know what the fuck he was doing. And that don't mean he shouldn't be responsible for what the fuck he was doing. So fuck you on that. And it's like, yo, he wouldn't have been running if if it wasn't wrong. Exactly. He would have been stood there on the yard, probably butt-ass naked or whatever else. His little, little crazy plan he would have had so I'm saying crazy people you know crazy people when you find them cause they, they crazy you know you being depressed don't mean you gonna get on a plane and crash a plane and kill 250 something lives cause you depressed no nigga and half of that shit you got a plan so you had to plan to to do that to these people so I, that's, that's the one thing they gotta get the fuck out of here the other thing that irritated me is like yo I understand this shit happened in the church it happened in the church so we had to get all these tweets about, oh, they was praying, oh, it was fellowship, like it was, like it was somehow a more heinous crime because he walked up in the church instead of walked up in the McDonald's and shot nine people. You know what I mean? No matter where it occurred, it would have been nine people. I don't care. I, I don't care. They was praying. I don't care. You know all of that. I don't care about all that. Dude, a white dude walked up in there, wanted to kill nine black people, and he just walked into a church. And if he might have picked the church because he knew it was going to be black people in there, I mean, that's a famous church. Or that might, I don't know, that might have been the first place he stopped or whatever, I don't know. But it was like, it was irritating me with that because it was like, oh my God, they're welcome. Um, yeah, so the church the church thing was, 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 yeah, it was I don't know, I feel like I don't want to say a lot on this because. I got all of, I got all unpopular opinions on this shit, to be honest. No, I do. I have a lot of them, too, and that's why I, I've been kind of silent, especially about the flag shit, because that evolved kind of out of this situation. And, like, that flag ain't never, I hate to say it, but the flag ain't never bothered me in one way or the other. Like, after I found out what it meant, my mother explained it to me. It was just like, all right, well, I know who the fuck they are. That's it. I had that opinion up until about two weeks ago, well, I, no, I had that opinion up until this incident, that's what I said, my, my opinion was always like, I don't understand why y'all upset about the better flag, them motherfuckers lost, they ain't, the South ain't rising again, if they want to wave their little fucking fuck ass flag, let them, it don't matter, but then I started thinking about it, and I was like, you know what, because I'm a veteran, and I'm a Marine, and you know, I'm a, I'm a, just the, like, I don't want to say a war buff, but, like, y'all know I'm a civil, well, y'all might not know, but I mentioned before, like, I'm a Civil War nerd, like, anything that has to do with the Civil War, I will watch it, I will read it, it don't matter what it is, so, and I was thinking, like, when you in a, when you in a war or a battle, which is what the Civil War was, the, the, big, the biggest, longest, most deadliest conflict in, in our country's history, um, you know, flags are important, flags are important, they sent, and it's like some people are like it's just a flag, no, because when you if you fighting somebody and y'all battling, as long as they flag is flying, you're losing. You snatch you snatch that flag down. It's a signal. It's a signal of we're here. We're taking your shit. We won. That's why that famous photo of Iwo Jima 
Were the Marines putting that flag up? When they were putting that flag up, the battle was not, people make, people think, oh, that's when they come. No, they put that flag up early. The battle was not over. But that was a symbol to the Japanese, hey, we here. We ain't going nowhere, and we finna kill every last one of y'all, and here go our flag, so you know it. So, you know, it's like, you know what? I understand what people saying. It ain't going, it ain't going to change, but when you continue, when you lose a war like the, like the South lost the Civil War, and, and knowing what the Civil War was fought over, which was slavery, we ain't, because, you know, I guess that's being debated again, that it was not, apparently it was fought over taxes and, you know, Nikes and, um, you know, the price of <laughs> cotton and, um, you know, also, you know, I don't know what else the fuck, it was fought over slavery, right? So, all right, all right sorry, hold on one more thing. Yeah, so it was fought over slavery, right? And so when you lose a war like that and the slaves are free now and the country basically... The, the union is reunited, united, and we're not going to have these, these southern, we're not going to have this confederacy of southern states where slavery is going to um, continue and it's going to expand into other territories. When you continue to wave that flag, when you when you raise your flag over the state house like that, that's a sim- that's that's a signal to the other side that hey, fuck you, we never we don't capitulate, we not sorry. Y'all might have, you know, y'all and y'all little fucking technology and shit, all right, y'all might have beat us, but we not conceding shit, and we still gonna raise our flag fly, uh, raise our flag high over state capital, we still gonna institute these black codes, we still gonna treat these niggas like niggas, and we still gonna put our, have our, our boot in their neck for the duration, so fuck you. And so when you look at it that way, I was like, yeah, time for the flag to come down. It's, 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 the Civil War been over for over 1865, so over 100 years. You know what, motherfuckers? Y'all lost the Civil War. We had a we had a fight over this shit. We y'all lost badly. You lucky that Lincoln was assassinated because his you know if, if it was up to the Secretary of War, they was gonna just completely decimate the South. But you know he um, Secretary Stewart Seward wanted to uphold Lincoln's you know wish to let them go. So whatever, but. Yeah, so it's a symbol. So I hear y'all saying it don't make a di- it. It do make a difference because it lets them know. You know what, motherfuckers, we tired of shit. We are not going for it no more. Fuck your flag. It's not flying over the state house. If you want to have the shit in your little fucking garage, but you know what, you fucking lost. And the ideals you still wore, which was which was slavery, and that black people should be subjugated and are inferior, and you can do whatever the fuck you want and white privilege. That shit lost over a hundred years ago, and goddamn it, take that fucking flag down, because it's the United States of America, ain't no confederacy, if confederacy ain't coming back, take that shit down. I guess, you know, when you look at it through that angle, yeah, I get it. And we, I, just, I guess I'm just more inclined to just be like, yo, you know, you want to be racist, that's your fucking business. No, like, yeah, you can be you racist. You know you lost, y'all know that y'all didn't, like, this... The fight is still for freedom, and we're going to keep fighting. So if you want to keep your musty little flag, then keep it. You can, um, but not over the like, state house. Not over the I, state I, house. I appreciate you being... But no, honestly, if, if South Carolina wants to be that outward, outwardly racist, then that that's cool. That lets me know that that's not somewhere that I need to be. But if you Because now, now what's going to happen, you took all the flags, and like you're, you're kind of forcing these people to be closeted in a sense, but they ain't really all that closeted, but... You know, like they're not allowed to fly it. So now it's like, okay, well now we gotta now we gotta pick and choose who's who's evil and pure. Now we gotta figure out who's a racist. I mean, but, I mean, they're gonna make themselves known, most of them. I mean, but I don't know. I, I just 
Was you what was you really going you by was you, was you really going by the flag though? Was you really walking around like, oh that white person don't have a Confederate flag, so they're not racist. Nah. It's like if they had nah. one, you'd be like, Oh, okay, that motherfucker's redneck. But I mean it ain't like people's like, Oh, no Confederate flag, no racist. So I mean, listen, if you wanna fly it in your yard, if you wanna put it in your truck, that's a personal freedom. I don't, you know, I don't have a problem with that, but you ain't gonna fly I live and work I'm black, I live and work in South Carolina, my people's live and work here, my daddy and my grandma from South Carolina. We pay taxes. That government represent me as much as it represent you. And that shit represents my people with slavery and y'all fought to keep us slaves and y'all fucking lost and take that fucking shit down. I don't like it. Fuck I don't that. like it, but I, 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 I do think that it was a, a, a progressive step and I, I do yeah. think that it was a definitely going forward in the right direction. Yeah, because it, it, um, it's, it's, it just has no impact on their mind. Yeah, but it does though. It does. Because as long as it flies, it emboldens you. You have to thoroughly... I keep saying that people like... This is an oversimplification. I ain't never going to go into it here. But a large... I keep saying if... Well, a couple things. But definitely if after the Civil War, things would have been handled a little differently the way they usually are handled in war, you have to completely decimate your other side. You have to take everything from them. Everything. Their property, their lives necessary, their pride, their will. You have to thoroughly decimate them so those motherfuckers don't ever get you fucked up and decide they want to do this shit again. And that's where the Union fucked up. They did not do that. They allowed the, the, the South to surrender. They didn't hang nobody for traitors. They let them go back home and basically pick up where they left off except, oh, you gotta pay you can't, you can't just have your slaves work for free now. You, just, you gotta figure out ways to still not pay them, but we can't officially have them in slavery. So it does mean, so I understand what you're saying like if you're gonna be a racist, you're gonna be a racist but if you're a racist and you go out in your state and you see your fucking flag, your racist flag flying over the Capitol, that emboldens you. That's why um the dude that shot the dude that shot Mega Eggers, Mega Evers, he kept getting off. You know what he said? He was like, "Ain't no white jury in Mississippi ever gonna convict me for murdering no nigger." You know why? Because he got that fucking flag flying over the state house. And as long as that shit is there, he knows that he's in control. And them fucking same racists that been there is always in control. And if you snatch that shit down. That's a signal to them. Yeah, you can still be racist, but know what? Not here. Not here. Not today. Not today, Satan. Take it in the basement. Take it in the backyard. Take it wherever. But we not state sanctioning this shit no fucking more. So but I guess it'll be... I'm, I'm more interested in seeing what happens after that. How the government, um, and specifically the courts, how they how they kind of change their position. If they do at all. Like, does it, does it really change anything? Symbolically, it does. I mean, they're acknowledging the defeat, I guess, at this point. But what does it change going forward? No, I understand you. Is what I'm is what I'm more interested in. So it's just like, yo, are y- y'all still gonna y'all still gonna be locking niggas up for dime bags and and twenties and, and, and letting white people that are murderers go free on on accounts of mental health? Like that's how it's gonna happen. I, no, I, 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 I really get it. Know. I get it. I get that. I understand what you're saying, and I'm not disagreeing with that. But it's a signal. It sends a signal that no, I'm not shit is changing. You either. I get it, and mm-hmm. I'm not a vet, so I don't understand what it means to to fight for a flag. Like I don't have that kind of yeah. patriotism. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't I don't disagree with you either. I definitely see that angle. Yeah. So, because I was with you, I'm telling you, till this shit happened. I was with you. I was like, man, fuck that flag. I don't give a shit. The niggas still gonna be racist. Let them wave their little fake ass flag, but. It it, it it do it emboldens them. Like yeah, fuck y'all. We got our flag waving. Y'all ain't coming down here. Fuck y'all. We still the south. So yeah, but um, sorry y'all. I'm eating dinner because I ate all day. Um. So yeah, 
I'm 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 glad I'm glad it came. I think it's, I hope they all come down because it ain't just South Carolina that got the Confederate flag. Oh, okay. No, it's a couple. Uh, it's a couple states that I don't know offhand uh, which ones, but I know they did. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't right. know. I, I was reading. There was been like breaking reports of the various states that have just decided to take it down. Yeah, Virginia. I think Virginia took it off their license plate for all y'all who claim Virginia not to sell. I guarantee you, it was. I guarantee you it was the capital of Confederacy, and it's where Robert E. Lee's Army of the Potomac. Home state, so there you go. Yeah. Um, all right, so anything else on that? I, like again, all my all my opinions on that are unpopular, and I ain't trying to have y'all be mad at me. Yeah, I don't. I don't have too many more comments on it. Uh, rest in peace to those people, and shout out to their families. Mm-hmm. I send all my love and light to mm-hmm. them. So, and I hope they put. Mr. Dylan Roof under the jail. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I mean... Yeah, we'll see. He basically already confessed, so maybe he'll probably take a deal, but I don't know. Maybe he'll be one of them go down with the shit, motherfuckers, and that's fine. Go down with that bitch. Um, okay. So, on to shit we watch, which is about shit we watch. Mm-hmm. So, I, um... I just got caught up on the most ep- most recent episode of Love and Hip Hop last night. So, are you caught up? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I said the jury was out on Margot last week. Um, um, is it is it still out for you, or are you are you forming an opinion about her? No, I I think I pretty much I think I figured it out. Um. Uh. She's, she's, how do I, she's, was gung-ho, I was right about her being gung-ho about attacking Mimi, but she's also very smart, like, she's very intentional, um, with her words, maybe, I, Mm -hmm. like, she does everything for a reason, like, she, she's done all this, and then it was like, you know, she kind of built Nico up to think that, you know, here we are, you know, I'm on your side, and then it was just like, peace, nigga, I, I really didn't, yeah. I wanted the truth, and I got it, and, I'm yeah. and that was it. That's what I was about to say, like, it, I was just about to say, it was the scene that Nico, so I feel like Marjorie, Margo, what the fuck is Marjorie? Margo, yeah, I agree. She, she, what's that shit, nickel slick? Like, but she could tell, like, she's, she's part agent, right? So she probably, like, she seemed a little more, I ain't, I don't want to sound, she seemed a little bit more, maybe, um, alright, never mind, I could be making that up, but, I noticed, yeah, like, she, she knows what she want to do, but she'll, like, take the polite steps that, like, me and you probably, like, look, nigga, fuck y'all want to separate, whatever, she takes the polite steps, but that scene with Nico, that's when I peeped, because I was like, yo, she came in the door, knowing that she wanted to separate, right, and she could have just been like, but she let this nigga go on and talk and go, like, she's like one of the people, okay, this is the process we have to go through. So I'm not just going to come in. I peeped that for her. So I'm like, she's calculating. And I feel like with Mimi also, like, she might have been, because last week I was like, I don't know, girl, you a little silly. Why you, you know, why you, it's clearly with both of them. Why are you going at this? But I think she's, I think she's been knowing all along what it was. 
And she probably was just going at Mimi because the same way Ariane was going at Mimi because, bitch, you lying. Stop lying. But, yeah, I noticed that. I was like, oh, this bitch is calculating. I was like, she's a little bit smarter than, than, than you know, she's a little bit, uh, um, a few steps ahead of the situation that I thought she was, you know. She's not really taking it as it happened. She probably already had decided all of this all along, right? Because she sat there. She did the crying. She did the explanation. Oh, you know, I felt we fell apart, whatever she did. And then he was like, oh, okay, well, I'm a, uh, she was like, yeah, I think we want to separate. <laughs> I was like, yo, you yeah, do that shit when you walk like, in the you door. Know, I'm sorry, I cheated on you. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. And he was just, like, oh, you know, that really hurt me. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. And then she was just like, all right, all right, nigga, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. And you knew that shit when you walked through the door, sis. You ain't have to let that man do all that. <laughs> she knew that when she moved down. It was just like you just you wanted it. You wanted to single out Mimi, and you wanted to expose her to the world. I get it. Mm-hmm. But you ain't have to do it all, all that. Like, no, because see, last week, last week she had me thinking that she believed Nico. But that scene let me know. She ain't really, but she knew from the gate what it was. She just wanted Mimi to admit what it was. And once she got Mimi to admit what it was, she was like, cool. Know what? Want to separate. <laughs> like, oh, so yeah. That's when I was like, all right. She, she is... She knows that Nico did not get full of bullshit overnight, so she came down there already knowing about his bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm pretty sure when she when he told her, she was just like, "I don't put that past you. I'm not surprised." Probably- and like she was just like, "It doesn't make sense for for Nico to yeah." I mean, out of everyone, she knows him the best, so mm-hmm. it's just like he wouldn't do that entirely on his own. Like you know that, right? Or he ain't smart enough to do it on his own. Probably what she really wanted to say. Right. Um. What about the one that really surprised me this week was Ariane? Because at first, I thought Ariane ain't really believed Mimi. I thought she knew she was lying. But after that episode, it seemed like she actually did believe Mimi and got mad when she told um, Margot the truth. And I'm like, really, Ariane? You was really believing that? Like, I know you don't like Nico, but. Everybody that watched this show knew Mimi was lying. Why you ain't? I guess, you know, when it's your homegirl, you don't want to believe that she's just going to lie to you like that about something so detrimental to your character, in a sense. Or, like, you know, make it out to be something like that. I mean, you I might. Guess, but I guess Mimi just didn't want to take any accountability for making a sex date public. But uh, For money. Her story, I mean... That story was never believable from the gate, nigga. First, it was so many lies. First, they tried to say it wasn't a production. Nigga, we see the camera angles. We see the shit moving. The best scene was when the white dude was talking to her about it. She was like, no, somebody. He was like, really? Because this is on a stand. And her face was like, oh, this nigga. Like, how dumb are you, mom? Like, come on, niggas. Know what a production. We all watch porn on the X-Tube. We know what a, allegedly, we know what a goddamn produced porn look like as opposed to an amateur where, you know, y'all got y'all socks on and half the bedspread is pulled up and the nigga holding the camera and you can hear them breathing and shit and somebody's laundry basket is in the corner. Like, come on, we know. I like we, amateur porn. Personally. I hate amateur porn. All y'all say that. What you like about it? Because it's so raw and, and it's real. Like, it's that, disgusting. That porn, like, produced porn be all fake and extra and like nobody moans like that like he ain't even fucking stroking you right now you fucking screaming for what it's disgusting i don't want to see your shaving bumps i don't want to see your your ankle socks i don't want to see your uh your like nipples that look like i mean i I prefer you to keep your socks on i don't want to see your ashy feet Mm -hmm. you know i 
hate don't it. Don't make the music too loud. I guess I'm in the middle. Everybody like, hey, what you point? I hate that shit. That shit just make me feel dirty. Regular porn make you feel dirty enough. Now I'm watching um fucking Herb and and Shaniqua and the projects. No, I, I can't do it. I feel oh, filthy. Nah, I don't. <laughs> I can't. Do I don't it. watch them. I can I cannot. I like my porn produced. I, I don't care. Yeah, I know it's fake, but you know what? She got on makeup. All you know, I ain't seeing no no pimples on her ass. Uh. Uh-uh. But like, nah, because I I watch porn sometimes. You know, not only for the pleasure of it, but to be enlightened to learn some shit. So if 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 we watch some produced shit, it's just like, yo, this shit is not really gonna go down. Like it's it's not sex is not this seamless like this. Like how y'all yeah. are making it. No. Y'all paused and stopped and took a breath here. Nah. Nigga, you ain't watching no porn and learn no. What did you learn from a porn? I have learned a lot from porn. Like what? What you learned from the porn? I'm not about to put my business out here. But hey, you ain't learned. That, is list. that who you tell somebody? Y'all, you ain't learned no goddamn nothing from no porn. You just watching that shit. Talking about, oh, this is educational. You ain't got <laughs> What the fuck you learning from a porn? I have been watching porn for a long time, and I'm sorry, Mama, if you ever listen to this. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what I learned from porn? I learned that niggas don't be knowing how to work the vagina from porn. That's what I learned. Exactly. So that that has has taught me to know better about it, to know you know, the generalities of what women like and what they don't like, and then some other things are very specific, other things aren't. But, yeah, it's taught me how to not to be a, a fuck nigga. <laughs> that motherfuckers be like, bang, 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 bang. I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> are you doing? You ain't fucking cracking cement, nigga. Damn, what are you doing? Right. I mean, and, it's, ta- it's, it's, it's taught me some stuff. And white people, they, they fuck the same way they dance. Offbeat, to, <laughs> not paying no attention to, like, no kind of measures or scales or nothing. Just, like... Like, damn, nigga, how you fucking like a rabbit in every fucking scene? Like, I don't, anyway. I don't watch porn, though. This is all stuff I've Googled and found out. But, I'm just saying. So, yeah. yeah. the reality is I'm a virgin, so. Yeah. So, alright, so we said Margo. Did Jocelyn have any, did you? oh, no, Jocelyn, did Jocelyn have scenes? Of course she did. Jocelyn did the performance. I don't even remember what. She did that performance in, in the club for Kalinda and her husband. And what's up with her husband? This nigga yeah. looks like a terrorist. Like, what the fuck? You got a Jericho on the back, a, a, a Taliban beard in the front? Like, what do you... Do that hat... Is that hat and, and hair all one piece? Else, like, is that the same nigga? She been married to this nigga the whole time? Is that like a one piece? Like, do, do that beard Velcro on the side? He pulled that shit down and just pulled the whole hat, hair, beard piece off all together, and that nigga's probably bald as shit under that. That hat, because you, you never see him without that hat. I bet you that shit right. is like a wig hat. So, like, that hair is, like, attached to that hat, <laughs> attached to that beard, and he just fucking put that shit on like a football helmet and snap it on the side. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't remember him looking like that at all. I can't remember what he looked like before, but I was, I had to ask, and I was just like, is that the same, that's the same dude? That's the same dude. He looked like Ali from the Pakistani cab driver. Um, with the Yankees fitted. Um, yeah, so Jocelyn, I want to know. Here's the thing, yo. Stevie J is actually an extremely talented producer. Like, he was with the bad boy. Like, he got a lot of hits. He, he's, a, he's a talented producer. What is this trash-ass music him and jo- Jocelyn is making? Is that popular somewhere? Is that what they listen to at 5,000 Elevation on the island, the northwest corner of Puerto Rico behind the Pines? Is that where they listen to that music at? 
I'm sorry, what'd you say? Uh, no, I was just saying, like, I don't know. I think it was the cocaine that, you know, took away his creative genius as far as his beats go. His you production, think? that shit is fucking terrible. I was just thinking, In like... In what it used to be. Yeah, I was thinking, like, maybe... Maybe there's somewhere that's the sound, you know? The place behind the pines in San Juan, that's what they listen to. Like, I'm just like, why are you playing? And even, I mean... I'm not saying Jocelyn is all that talented, but she, if you could put half these chicks on these auto-tunes and get them a hot beat and, and get them a hot song, why is Jocelyn singing this monkey music? I don't understand. That was like, who, what is that shit? Like, just, I, I don't, who listens to that? And I ain't never heard that. You ever heard her music anywhere, in any club, anywhere? No, I was just about to say, where they be playing her music at? I don't know. I don't know where they play her music at. I don't know where they play Rashida music at. I, only only person on that show I heard the music from is Kay Michelle, who be singing something. No, I heard um, what's her what's her name? Kalina. Oh, I ain't for, no name. She's from Dirty Money, she's right? Always the other girl in, in Dirty Money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, okay, her too. But um, nah, I ain't I ain't I ain't, I ain't heard that that person song on there. But Kay Michelle and Kalinda and Kay Michelle be singing some dumbass lyrics. So anyway, so that that that's what Jocelyn was doing. Um, what else? Oh. Jock and the girl. What's her name? Kalinda Kalima. What's her name? Kai. The girl with the big titties. Kadia. Kadia got some big ass titties. I peeked at yesterday. Them motherfucking titties look like two big ass water jugs just stuffed all up in her shirt. Like, damn, what size bra is that? That shit must got like the, the shit they make the tires out of holding that shit up. I know. Jock like, like thick women. I noticed that. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So. She, I, just when I was giving her credit, she started acting a little like a bird. Because my thing is like, mom, not even actually, I'm going to get on her first, but it's another one that's even worse. But I'm like, mom, when you meet a nigga that got, what is it, five baby mamas? Four. Four baby mamas? How many kids? Like eight kids? Eight kids, yeah. All right. You bought a you bought a Chevy that got thirty five thousand miles on it already. The shit is rusted out. It's an automatic, and then, you know what I mean it's a, it's a fucking manual. It ain't an automatic. You can't get in that shit and try to take off on the highway like you driving a motherfucking Ferrari. You got what you got. This nigga is 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 shooting is is shooting up everybody's club and got all these motherfucking kids. So I don't know how you think you gonna come along and shit supposed to be different. You know what I mean? Like like. Come on, sis. Like you, you got what you got. Like I said, I don't. Them, them chicks. I don't understand that about them. Like, oh well, he was that nigga with them other eighty nine girls, but with me, he gonna be like, another nigga. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll never get that. So she kind of lost me with that because she went up in there in the little baby mama powwow, and you know, just started some shit. And it's just like, and, but then, but worse than her though is the is the baby mama that keep talking about yeah. When you gonna come back to our to your family? I'm like, bitch, which family? Which family are you talking about? Cause you like the fifth in line of succession. If we if we had a, like a throne to claim, yo ass Wendy, you be like fifth in line. It's like four. It's like four wives before you, four sets of kids before you. Like what family? Like what are you talking about? And the nigga still married. He got a wife. So, I, but somebody said I can't remember that dudes like Jock know how to pick them. They know who to fuck with. Cause couldn't be me. 
Yeah. I don't. I mean, pussy is powerful and everything, but y'all women that believe that you'll be the one that changes the man, just that shit is so backwards. Stuff that. Well, she's so dramatic. Nah, nigga, that that don't want to change. Like your pussy is not gonna change him. Well, she's so dramatic. She faked the pregnancy and then Jock, the, Jock no shit ass was sitting there like, you can tell he was laughing. He was like, I didn't want to smile. And she said she wasn't really pregnant. But he was like, well, I really want to smile. <laughs> Yo, you ain't shit, yeah, bro. That nigga got bad fucking kids. I know. I know, sis. And that was, that was look. She's like, what you want me? He got me? a 35 and a traveling three. Like, he got a, <laughs> he got a travel team. Yeah. Mm-mm. So, I don't know about you, Khadija, whatever the fuck your name is. You, I thought you was going to be solid, but you've been just playing bird tendencies lately. So, I don't know. She got to get the hell on. Like, she, she got sense, but she don't, I don't know. She dizzy with the dick, I guess. I don't fucking know. And she's so dramatic. What I got to do wrong? What I got to do? Bitch, you ain't Joan Crawford. Take your ass off that balcony and go sit your ass down somewhere. Watch some, watch some reruns. Hope she get it together. Yeah. Save herself now. So I think that was all from that episode. Um. Oh, the dude. Yeah, the, I don't know. The, the Kalinda storyline is not that interesting to me because, again, manage what career, do what music, get get what show. You know what I mean? Like, what, what is we talking about here? What really? I mean, I know you was in Diddy's group and all that. Maybe you should go holler at Diddy. You know what I mean? Like, what? I thought she was. Uh, Huh? I wonder what happened to Dirty Money. Like they put out last Train to Paris, and, and, he, and then he and then he pieced them out. The only one he stayed with, he stayed. He he kept fucking with was Dawn. He pieced the other ones out. Um. Oh, that's the other current event we forgot. She, she's somewhere. Shout out to Diddy who beat the football coach. We should just incur events and beat the football coach Kettlebell. Um. Just wanted to get that. What was it over though? Um, Why? I don't know. I know the dude. They said the coach is the coach for the um that tripped the Miami Dolphins player. I don't know. They said that his. What I heard this morning was that the coach was um like really going in on Justin. Like, oh, you think is your dad here? I don't give a fuck about you. Just being an ass. I don't know. I, I have a I have an opinion about. I don't, I don't. If I was my world, I wouldn't let. I wouldn't allow parents at, at practice at all. But that's just me. Um. So, I don't know, but shout out to Diddy. So, Sisterhood of Hip Hop. And like we told y'all before, we're trying to cover, like, you know, as much gay shows as possible. And um, Sia's on that. She's a um, little lesbian rapper on that. And it's only been two episodes, but there's been some changes. So, after last season, she broke up with her, um, you know, that, her girlfriend was fine. I ain't gonna lie. Shorty, Shorty was, was bad as shit. Broke up with her. But, yeah, but it's funny because you know yeah, I follow. Yeah, I follow her on Twitter, and when it and when it first when the season first ended, I don't know if I follow Sia. I think I might. I don't. I don't know. Um, they was like subbing each other back and forth, and then um the chick the chick Renee was like, oh, if you because Sia like started. I mean, I don't know. From what I can tell. Uh, Sia seemed salty because she was trying to act like she, you know, was it Sia or Sia? I don't know, Sia. Um, started acting like you know, oh whatever. So she posted. She was like on to the next one and posted this picture with this girl. But the girl was, the girl did not look good. I ain't gonna say she was ugly, but 
she wasn't nothing compared to that chick. And I'm like, if you're gonna be on, a, if you're gonna hop off something like that and be on the gram flexing, you better make sure that bitch is all that in a bag of chips. And she just was not. So the uh, Renee chick tweeted something like, "Oh, if you gonna if you gonna move off me, at least get somebody that's better looking." And I was like, "Yeah, she got you. You know, yeah, <laughs> that's that's true." But then as it progressed, so now. Oh, girl, Renee is with some whole nother new chick, and now she on some. She was like, I was never that girl's girlfriend. It was just for the show, blah, blah, blah. So she, so I don't know. I don't know if that was ever really her girl or not. And the way she making it, I mean, she could, I don't, it don't seem like some salty shit neither. It seemed like, it seemed like maybe she had to keep it going for a little bit after the show was off, and now that she's completely detached from the show, she like, fuck it, I wasn't never really that girl's girlfriend in the first place. We was just together for the show and you know i've been i lived in california and i've been in california i never really left california that was just the storyline for that show and I'm, the person i'm with now is like I, I don't know so anyway that was a little that was a little twist to it but you like see a lot go ahead and i mean i ain't gonna say i don't like her you know me and me and you go back i just feel like i feel like she hustling backwards because i feel like she could really stand she's a good rapper i give her that she's got good lyrics she's a good rapper but i just would like nigga just send me just shoot me like 10 grand and and i would i just do a little fucking few tweaks to her and and she would take off yo because it's no reason it's no her style is just so tired b it's so tired and I'm, I'm close with Shia. Like, yeah, lyrically she is a beast, but yeah, we had this conversation. I really don't know what the fuck is holding her back. I don't know if it's a tape or I fucking don't know. I don't know. This is all I'm gonna say. You got Pusey out here, not Pusey. You got Samira Wiley out here. You got Ruby Rose out here. You got Ellen DeGeneres out here that appeal to everybody. Right. You know what all three of them got in, got, in, got in common? They got fucking swag. They have style. See her with these goddamn fittings that's too fucking big for her. She looks like, if you drive down any random street in the hood, she look like random ass nigga on the corner. We tired of niggas looking like that. We, every time, we tired of these, these male, that's why when Fetty came out, he was like, oh, this nigga got a dead eye. Because we just like want something different. We tired of every fucking male rapper looking like that. Now here you come along and you a lesbian rapper and you look just like every other nigga son. Like I want her to cut that. I want her to cut that fucking Grandmaster Melly Mel blowout. I don't know what that shit she got. I want her to. You think she would look okay with a fade though? No, I don't want her to get a fade. First of all, I want her to get her teeth fixed. I feel like she got a check. She could get her teeth fixed. That's the first thing. Her teeth look horrible. Her 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 teeth. That's it's just like. That's all you focus on. But I want, you know what I want her to get? I don't know what it's called, but I want her to get one of them cuts like the white boys wear, where it'd be like, like they call, like you remember how the haircuts used to be like in the 30s, back when the gangsters had it like faded on the side and it would be long on the top, like like they had it in Boardwalk Empire and they'll like either comb it to the side or comb it back. Uh huh. That's what I want her to get. I want her to get that. She won't have to cut her hair super with a fade, but like get rid of that shit, gel it up a little bit. Make it work. But her style would have to be make, like as versatile as that haircut, though. Then all she got to do, and I, I ain't trying to change up nothing too much, too too serious. If you want to wear a fitted, fine. Get a fitted that fits you, first of all. Um, match it to your outfits, you know. Um, them fucking Delancey Street $20 belt buckles you be wearing, which is, I mean, you just, she just looks so... 
she liked the brat, like just so stuck in in a particular time period. Like, get out them t-shirts. Like, yo, get you a little, get you a little. I don't know, like a blazer, some kind of jacket. Get you some, like some of the hot shit. I mean, Chris Brown. We hate that nigga, but the nigga keeps, you know, he keeps like his his gear updated. He keeps the hottest shit. Meek Mill, all these niggas. The shit, the same shit we talk about. All these niggas wearing these ugly ass sneakers, but. It's, it's, I ain't saying she got to get those, but like she got to get, you got to, you look like if I walked to the projects and saw you on the bench right now, that's who you would be. You look like one of the Wu-Tangs. And I, and I know people like you got to keep it real, but those, that's, that's why those groups don't move on. You got to, at some point, you can't be looking like the nigga that's in the hallway. You got to step it up. Even Meek, I call Meek dirty all the time, but Meek be keeping the, you know, he keep his outfit together. He be matching. He got the new J's or whatever. But Meek been glowing up. That's what I'm saying, nigga. I just want you to glow up, nigga. You look raggedy. You look dirty. You look like one of them dudes that be in the Brooklyn hallways. It's like, it's it's hard enough you a lesbian. It's hard enough you a stud. But you got to have something that's even going to appeal to the lesbians. I'm like, I know it's mad lesbian. Like, girl, that fit, it don't even fit you, son. Like, that shit, your head is swimming in that shit. Look like you got a mixing bowl just, like, fucking on your head, like. I feel like you gotta appeal to more than just the lesbians. I know, but shit, if you ain't appealing to them, who else you think? If, if you can't get lesbians that like studs that like your style, you think some straight nigga or some or some straight girl who gonna really buy your shit is gonna like your style? Yeah. Yeah. They like the niggas that look fly. They fucking creaming their jeans over Ruby Rose because Ruby Rose... Well, you saying, you saying her style? But Yeah, I, okay, I, get, I got you, I got you, got you. So I think that's all she would need. It ain't even like nothing drastic. I ain't trying to like come in and put you in a dress or nothing. I just want to tweak you a little bit. I just want you to get you. I just want you to get a better haircut. I want you to fix your teeth. I want you to come out them 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 fucking tight jeans that you'd be wearing below with the belt buckles. With just just a little bit, son. Put on put on a nice little jacket. You can still wear jeans, but like up update your jeans. Get rid of that belt buckle. Put you on some you know nice J's and just and just like because you know so. This is all you got to do. When you watch the first episode, notice how Naima looks. Notice how the girl Diamond looks. Notice how Bia looks. They look like artists. They look like artists that have people behind them, that they're trying to go somewhere. They come on stage. They don't look like all the people. In the, or they look like art, artists, right? See so it get on the stage, and it's like somebody just pulls somebody out the crowd. and goes, It's like, come on, man. You got to look the part. You got the skills. I think she's, she's stuck in this lane where like she's so fixated on... The, the industry not molding her into somebody she doesn't yeah. want to be because she's, she's stuck right in that's that what I'm back. saying and it's like that's never works like I understand nobody wants to sell they sold but you gotta you gotta do it a little like Rihanna didn't start out looking like that Chris Brown didn't oh, start yeah. out looking she like had that forehead out with those sketches on <laughs> yeah <laughs> right she did <laughs> right right nobody started out looking like that Michael did not none of them like you gotta you gotta you can't, you know, if that's what, you're right. That's exactly, that's the point I'm trying to make. She's so stuck in it, I ain't going to change. It's like, no, nigga, don't let them change your music. Don't let them change your inspiration. Don't let them change how you process. But, yo, if you want to get through, you got to you gotta step your game up, man. You got to look like a star. Like, you, you, we all know the rap game, you ain't just going to get through with lyrics. We wish you could. What Jay said, if, 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 if it was all about that, I'd be rapping like Talib Kweli. You know what I mean? Like, I, oh my god! I just and then I, I just want to help her. I just want to help her so bad. I'm like, yo, I think if you just step it up a little bit, cause you, cause she got she got the she got the lyrics. She can be like, oh shit! I want to work with Sia. I mean, I know that's supposed to be 
quote unquote competition. I, I, she winning because I ain't really doing shit, but I will work with her. Fuck that. She good. Yeah, right. I'll be your hype man in the back. <laughs> but, um. Then we can go shopping together. <laughs> yeah, so. But it looked like, oh, just the other thing I want to say, yo. Shorty Diamond. Di- I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what stage Diamond thinks she stepped off of. I don't know how many platinum plaques Diamond thinks she got back in her crib. But she be hating on Naima, but that she need to sit down and she need to talk to a pro and shit. I'll be like, every time I see you, Diamond, you way in the back of the club watching while Naima on the stage doing her fucking thing. Not worried Naima about fucking it, yo. Right? Not worrying about you. Naima always at a shoot. Naima always in the corner studio or Naima always in the stage. You always sitting up in the confessional talking about how all these girls need to ask you how to make it and blah, blah, blah. Bitch, you ain't made it. What are you talking about? Ask you what? So, that's just funny to me. I'm like, this bitch be hating hard. I don't even, I, I don't even see sign, um, songs released from like anybody but Saya and Naima. Those right? are only two people. Saya was on the Chris. With their music a little bit. Saya, I haven't heard, I haven't, I haven't heard B at all. I heard Saya on that Chris Brown record though. Yeah. That I love that record. That was a good. I, I like Saya's shit. Like her freestyle. Like that girl can really fucking spit. Like she's really yep. talented. I'm I, you, I really want to see her win. I'm telling you, that's what's holding her back, man. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta step your look up, son. You gotta, you got to. Niggas ain't trying to see no raggedy niggas out here, and they definitely ain't trying to see no raggedy dykes out here. So look at the brat. I ain't gotta get my ass in the studio so everybody can stop asking me. Yeah. You need to, so we can play your shit on here and like put that shit on on SoundCloud and and, and have them downloaded and shit and, and um yeah so do that but um so I fucking sponsor one of y'all want to sponsor me? how much do that shit cost like what I know niggas that go in the studio making trash ass music they don't got that much money no it don't it don't cost a lot but like the process you know you gotta have your vices and get in the right space and inspiration and get the beats and get the production and the engineering and, and the time in the studio for me like i haven't i haven't i've never been in an official studio so like i would have to take you know probably an hour or two to warm up to it and like well, you can't, yeah. like, practice like you in the studio to warm up and then just go to the studio and, and, and put it down. Because I know my boy Amos is a, a engineer. And that's what, I mean, he has his, he has a studio. But, like, the engineer in the studio, like, will do the sound, right? Or do you got, you? well, I guess you got to pay. I don't know, man. I, look I mean, technically, I could do it right here at my house. I've done it before. Like, remember the tracks I said? Yeah, too? yeah, yeah. Like, I, I did that all on my own. Yeah. And you could just send that shit off to engineering. But I would, I want to, for once, like, I want to have that whole... be able to do that for a G. I don't know how much a Moss charge, but I know his studio ain't super fancy. I mean, it's a studio, but, like, it's basically it's across from the W on Hollywood. It's on the second floor, and it's basically a little booth, a little room that's basically a closet where he put the mic and shit, and he got his recording yeah. studios outside. I mean, it ain't, it, ain't, it ain't super fancy, but he recorded some of um, It don't have to be fancy. Yeah. It's all about the sound, and for me, like, I've been in the studio once. Um, some people, like, they had... My, my first girlfriend, um, she was in music. Her family, like, everybody's in music. Um, they're all in various places. But, like, they, I had hung with her and, like, got attached to these people. But the, the vibe was off. So, like, that's important. For me, that's important. 
because it, it just it hinders everything. Like if you're not in the right mental space to like be free and like openly think and create or whatever, and like you're worried about what this person has to say or you know, and these per- people all in your space killing your vibe. That shit is for the birds, man. Like, Bitch, don't kill my vibe. Right. So for me, it's always I've never had like a team. Yeah. I don't know, man. When when the Moss was recording that that Channel Orange album, it would be just him and Frank sometimes. So and, and that's that's all you need sometimes. But like, I don't have that. It's just me. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we should Google how to work the boards. How hard can it be? I don't think it could be that hard. It ain't that hard. <laughs> Where we gonna get the boards from? Like, I'm saying, rent studio time, go to the studio, move the buttons around, we'll make something. <laughs> I mean, you know. I, I've seen niggas dumber than me do it, so I feel like it can't be that difficult. You about right. Like I played around with different programs, but I want the the full the full thing. Yeah. So maybe maybe think for asking sooner or drop y'all some music soon. All right. So I mean, it's been a slow TV. You don't, we we should probably decide on some shows because you don't watch Tyrant, do you? Oh, I said we was gonna do True Detective, right? It's only been one episode. You, yeah, yeah I, I didn't see it. I'm I'm terrible at fucking TV, but yeah, yeah, we should we should pick some shows, and you just make sure you tell me, and I can set them on my DVR so that I have no reason not to have watched it. Do you want to do True Detective? I don't know, cause like, so Was it bad? Uh, I don't know. So like, did you see the first season of True Detective? Yeah, it was fucking awesome, right? And it was awesome from was. the from from episode one, right? I mean, this started off slow, but like, I feel like it, ever since we first started seeing the previews for it. It just had a different feel. So everybody was true. First time I saw it, I was like, man, True Detective finna be trash. And I, and everybody was tuning like, yo, this shit look like trash. Shit look like trash, right? All, all, all up until now, we was like, man, we hope True Detective don't be trash. Because it just, the first True Detective was, well, we didn't know what it was going to be. And then we saw and it had like this pulp fiction vibe to it. It had this cult vibe to it. But it was also like a murder mystery. But the whole feel of it was different, right? And then the yeah. previews for the second, it looked like it was just like a regular drama, like some like some L.A. Confidential slash, um, what was the movie with Denzel in it? Uh, Training Day slash typical dark, you know, film. Really? Movie. That's where they went with it? No, I'm saying this is what it seemed. Yeah, it just didn't have the same. It seemed like that. Like, okay, it's going to be some typical L.A. film noir you know, dark side, dark seedy side of L.A., which don't get me wrong, a lot of those, I mean, L.A. Confidential is one of my favorite movies, and it's a really good movie, but it just, I feel like the first season set us up to where this was going to be like some mystical other shit, and this one looks like it's shaping up to just be a typical crime drama, which, you know, won't be the worst thing in the world, it can still be good, but, so the first episode was slow, it was plotting, and, and so was the first episode of the first season, but by the end of the first episode of the first season, we had the body, right? So we knew, okay, we saw, oh, this is what this going to be. It's going to be, this is some kind of killing. It looked like it's cult-related. That's what this going to be. We knew, right, by the end of the first episode. By the end of this first episode, we don't really know what it's going to be. Like, it's that, so Vince Vaughn plays some kind of, I think he's a developer or maybe a politician, I don't know. Um, Colin Farrell plays plays a cop that, that fucking <laughs> is drunk as is, is a drunk and like beats up kids and shit and they daddies. Um, Rachel Adams plays like this fucking mean, bitter ass white girl cop that's like mad at the world and has a sister who she slut shames. Um, and who else? Uh, I can't remember. Else. So anyway, like there's a guy missing. They end up looking for the guy all through the show. Then we, I don't know, something about a water deal. 
some kind of political intrigue. People are missing. The guy that's missing at the end turns up dead. I just... The performances were good. I'm not saying it was trash, but I just don't... After the first episode, everybody was like, wow, that's the greatest thing I have ever seen. And after this episode, I was like, nah. Maybe I'll watch two or three more to see what this is going to be. So... Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. Like the the first season was really really good. Yeah. So um, I guess we can add that. Um, you don't watch Tyrant. What else? Um, what channel that come on? FX. Okay. Maybe I should check it out. What's it about? So this one shows. It was another show that shout out to Zori One. It was another show called The Bridge. And I swear, me and her was, like, the only two people <laughs> that watched this show. Like, it got canceled, because I guess we was the only two people who watched the show. <laughs> but it was also on FX. And it was so good. Like, it was so good, but nobody watched it. So, I got canceled. But anyway, it's kind of, um, it's, um, it's kind of like that. So, it's in the second season. And so, in the first, so, it's, basically, it's called Tyrant. So, the guy, it starts, the first season, it starts out, this guy's a doctor, and he's in L.A., but he's actually um, a member of the, I don't know if they say what Middle Eastern country is like, but it's, let's say Syria. It's one of them type countries where there's like a dictator that rules the country, right? So he's the younger brother of the dictator. So, no, 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 my, my bad. The, the, he's the younger brother. The older brother is the prince. The father is the dictator. At the beginning of the last season, the father drops dead or dies. So now the older son becomes a dictator. So now he's the younger son, so he has to come back home for the funeral, and when he's home, you know, his older son is like, I mean, the older brother's like, hey, Jamal, his name's Jamal. No, the, the, his name's Saeed. The other brother's name's Jamal. He's like, I need you to stay here. I need you to help him run it, you know, the, the family, this is your dynasty, whatever. So, they bring a whole, you know, he married a white lady, so they bring a whole California white liberal family who don't really, I mean, they know who their father is, but they don't really know, no. Mm-hmm. Brings them over there, so they go from living in California where, you know, they wasn't missing no meals, to Saudi Arabia, where he the fucking basically the prince of the country, and they riding everywhere in Bentleys and in whole in whole um, caravans of Bentleys, and they living in these uh, palatial palaces. And I mean, you know, they're the ruling family, so they like the Saudi, like the you know the Saudi family. They rich as fuck now, so they go from that to that. But you know, it's called tyrant because he's a tyrant, so he rules the country. So it's like all these little freedom fighters going around. So it's basically about that. And so we come to find out that. The older son, the son who's now the, the, the ruler, through, through flashback beignets, we see that it's really the younger son that's the hard body because they go back. So the people they go back to like this attack that happened on his father when he was younger. And they tried to blow them up and shit, and they didn't get him. And so his father ended up rounding up all the, the people who did it, and you know went to shoot him. And so he gives the son to he gives the gun to the older son and like here these are your enemies, shoot them. The older son can't do it; he's shook. The father yelling at him, ah, how you gonna rule a country? You can't blah, blah, blah. And the younger son is the one that comes and bow, 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 just dead them niggas. So that's when we found out, oh, it's the younger son. So long story short, basically what happens is the UN is involved, and they convince the younger son, you gotta usurp your brother, and you gotta take over the throne so we can establish relations because he's a tyrant, woo, 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 woo. So the younger son first come there like, I don't want no part of this, I want home, I'm a doctor, blah, blah, blah. But he starts getting, like I said, they rich as fuck. So you, you know, you in the palace, niggas calling you, you know, your highness, and you riding around the Bentleys and shit, so he starts like, alright, maybe this won't be so bad. So long story short, he starts, he tries to stage a coup on his brother, so he'd be put in power by the U.S. 
brother yeah. finds out about it through the uncle that he tortured. But the uncle knew about it. He tried the brother tried to set the uncle up, but he wasn't as smart as he thought he was because the uncle was like, What do you think? I'm finna just sit in the jail and let him torture me? Set me up? Like, I know you did that shit and I'm gonna tell him and he you know, he gonna believe me, right? So that's what happened. So at the end of the at the end of the first season he called on to the coup got his brother, and he was like, you motherfucker, I would've gave you anything you asked for. If you wanted to just throw it, I would've gave it to you. So, arrested the brother, so we start the second season, the brother's in jail, and the sister, I mean, the, um, the, the, um, Jamal, who's the, um, king's wife, had a thing for the little brother. Like, they, she really loves the little brother, but you know how it works over there. You can't marry who you want to marry. You gotta marry who they tell you to marry. So she was arranged to marry the king, but she really liked the, the younger brother. But now they gotta execute the younger brother. So now I'm I'm looking at the the cast. Who's the younger? Who's the, the one younger the one with the so the one with the bald head is the older one. That's the that's the um king. The one with the bald head. The one with the 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 one that looks like a white guy is the younger brother. Barry. Yeah, that's the younger brother. Okay. Jamal is the older brother. So okay. so the first episode the the um girl, the wife is like yo you gotta kill him. And he's like, I cannot kill my brother. She was like, I understand, but you got to kill him. Because these people got to know that if you kill your brother, you'll kill anybody. So, and the mom is like, please don't kill him. That's my son. And he, I mean, don't get me wrong. The dudes, he's not like, I mean, he's a tyrant, but he's not like a despot. Like, he loves his brother. And he like, he don't really want to kill his brother either. But he like, I got to kill my brother, right? And so, ends up, and I knew they was going to do this. I don't like the brother. Ends up that um, they switched the brother's body out at the last minute. Because they brought the brother out in a public execution and hung him. And you're like, oh shit, they hung him. But I was like, mm, I don't think they hung him because where the story going to go. Turns out they switched the brothers out. They hung somebody else. So the only And then he took the brother out and dropped him off in the desert and was like, I'm not going to kill you. You're not going to have, I'm not going to go to Allah with my brother's death on my hands. So he just basically dropped him off in the desert like Moses and was like, figure it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... That's where it ended. So, I didn't do that great of a job of explaining it, but it's a good show. It's 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 really good, and um, I think I might be the only one that watched. I thought it was going to get canceled, but I guess somebody's watching it because I had a second season. But I don't think nobody on Twitter watched it. I've never heard it. of it, but FX does have really good shows typically. So, mm-hmm. so what day? Tuesday at Tuesdays. I don't know. I just I just watch it on the DVR when I get home. But yeah, it might be Tuesday. All right, so. What else we watch? Uh, we said we were going to talk about Dope, the movie. Yes! Oh! Y'all. Y'all. Everybody within my listening voice, go see Dope, the movie. That shit is great. It It is so good. I left the theater feeling so happy. Remember how you left the theater back in the 90s when, like, the wood was on or, like, soul food or whatever? Whatever. I wasn't old enough to see those movies in theaters, Kelsey. I didn't see them in theaters either, to be honest. But I'm just saying, how those movies made you <laughs> made you feel dope is like if you like Boys in the Hood, if you liked if you liked The Wood, if you liked um what's the other one? Mr. Society, if you like all of those LA set nineties movies, you will love this movie, son. This movie was so good. I was surprised how good it was. I wanted to see it because y'all know Zoe Kravitz is my wife. Yeah. Y'all know that, right? Her, her and Bree, they, they my sister yep. wives. Okay. So, I wanted to go see Zoe. 
I didn't care if it was gonna be good or not good. It was hot that day. Like, fuck it. Go to the movie, get some popcorn, sit in the air, watch Bay. It'll be a good day. I was not expecting much. I didn't know what the shit was gonna be about, so I just that too. That too. That too. I was not expecting much. So Zoe Kravitz was in it. Um, Tigger was in it. Uh, ASAP was in it. I don't know. I wish I knew the main character's name. He's a Nigerian cat. Um, I don't know the Indian kid's name either, and I don't know the one that played the lesbian's name. I wish I did. I'm, I, I don't, but, yo. Yeah, I don't know any of their names either. They were all new to me. They were so good. The movie was so good. The lesbian was the best character movie. She stole the fucking show, She really yo. was. She stole the fucking show. That shit was funny. It was funny. It had drama. It, it, oh, my God. Just please go see it, yo. The movie is good. Do not sleep on dope. <laughs> It is yeah, such I a good left, movie. I left really inspired. Like, yeah, I'm I, happy like, as shit. If, like, if yo. I had access, I would have went to a studio and made fucking men. Like, it was amazing. They did that shit. I left that theater so fucking happy. Like, yo, that was yeah. dope. So, basically, without giving too much away, because we were like, what the fuck is it even about? So, there's these three friends. Um, they like nerds, basically. This kid is, like, super smart. He has a 4.0. He... he you know, putting on his college application, he's trying to get into Harvard, but, you know, he probably go anywhere he want to go. He's just a super smart kid, and he lives in Inglewood. They, all three of them, they live in Inglewood. They're in high school. It's their senior year, um, and he's writing his, um, he's writing his college essay. So, his counselor, who's a hater, who any of us who went to college probably be familiar with this kind of counselor, he's like, well, is this your, is this your own personal statement? Um, he's like, yeah. I think it's creative, but he's like, no, you got to write about, you know, how you came up in Inglewood and how you're struggling. He was like, oh, so I got to write the typical, I'm black and I'm poor bullshit. He was like, how's it, everybody's going to write that. How's they going to get me in Harvard? This is creative. Dude was like, man, you arrogant. You think you're going to get in Harvard? And I'm, you know, I'm like, um, yeah, he got perfect grades. He's smart. Yeah, he thinks he's going to get in Harvard. So, long so, um, so he goes home and... ASAP is like the, the the drug dealer in the neighborhood. So, you know, and they got to go home and they got to race. <laughs> it's so it's so good, you know. So they got to go past the different little gangs on their bikes. They, they so they try to get they you know got to dodge the gangs on the way home. So then he runs into ASAP, and ASAP likes the character. Like I forgot her name in the movie, but Zoe Zoe plays like the neighborhood fly girl, right? Well, not neighborhood fly girl. She's she lives in the neighborhood. She's was fly. It Pia? Huh? Was it Pia? It was something. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. what I was just looking at her. I didn't know what the fucking name was. Looking <laughs> looking like a mama all fucking fly and shit. So anyway, um... So he, okay, yeah. So he like, hey, hey, nigga, go over there and tell... Go over there and tell um, Nakia that I want to... I want to take her to... What was it, the prom? Or, no, he, I, he, he wanted her to go to his birthday party. So he goes over there to deliver this message. And, yeah, it was his birthday party. Right. He goes over there to deliver his message. She's studying for the GED. So... Um, she not giving him no time. <laughs> she he like yeah. So um, you know, dude said he he wants you to go to the birthday party, and she like, well, you tell him to come over here. So that's when um, you know, he find so he finds out a little later she's studying for the GED. So I ain't trying to get a whole movie away, but anyway, he likes her. She likes him, but she with the drug dealer dude um ASAP. Um, he offers to. He was like, well, if I help you with your GED, will you go to prom with me? And um. In the meantime, they like they go to this club. The movie, the movie's about selling dope, sorta, kinda, but not really. So I ain't trying to give it away. But 
it's a good movie, man. Go see it. It is so worth it. And that movie, that that's that should be the movie of the summer right there. It's a sleeper hit. I don't see nobody really tweeting about it, but y'all gotta go. It's so good. Yeah, I agree. I was uh, I was greatly surprised. Yeah. Yeah. So the music was amazing too. Yeah, right. Cause they're like, so I forgot part I forgot to say. So they're like nerds, but they're like nerds for like '90s hip hop. So they wear all the '90s hip hop era. They go to the music store. They're trying to get all the all the um you know all the classic music. So that's what the soundtrack is. So it's like N.W.A., De La Soul, Nas, all the all the fucking shit from the peak second golden era hip hop is on the soundtrack and in this movie. And the lesbian man. Yeah, it was a. Uh, oh, they're, um, they're not. They're not regular nerves. Huh? I, said, I was gonna say they're not regular nerves. Like they're no. very, very street smart. When you, yeah, when yeah, yeah. Nerves, you don't, you don't think about you know you think about people that are just all intellectual when they have absolutely no idea about real life. No, they but, like, they're very very. They nerds like all of us were nerds. The people in our neighborhood because we went to school and we weren't hanging out all day and we weren't in gangs, so. That made us nerds. So they nerds like that. And, um, what else? And it's just, and, you know, if y'all like Zoe, like I like Zoe, you can go watch just for her. But the lesbian chase steals the show, man. She got all the hotline. Oh, and, um, Sean, um, what's the name? What's Sean's, what's, um, Diddy's oldest son, the light skinned one? What's his name? Uh, uh, Quincy? Quincy. Quincy is in it. He's funny or, in it. Yeah, Quincy. Quincy. Short yeah, Quincy is in it. He's funny in it. Um, what's the girl name? Chanel Amon, is that her name? The one that the one that played the um the dude's daughter. Oh my god, yes. Yeah, she's in it. Yes. Yo, this shit is this, the movie is epic, bro. Oh. It's so much to go. It's so much. She's in it. It's epic, bro. You gotta see it. You gotta see it. So we give we give a we give a, a five star. Two thumbs up to dope the movie. All right, so yeah, go see that. Yeah, what? Else? So that's it for shit we watch, right? All right, because uh, because Game of Thrones is over. We said we're gonna do Detective. We did Sisterhood of Hip Hop. You got to get caught up on it. And it's only two episodes in anyway. Yeah. Um. So that's it. All right. So on to who got who got me fucked up. Um. You got anybody get you fucked up this week? Um, yes. Um, but it, it's kind of a repeat. Trashy story, fucking PSA again. <laughs> but this time, this one's funny. I was coming back from um, Michigan, and which was an ordeal altogether. But um, I guess it's like small town airports. I go through TSA. Like, this is why I just have to get a pre-check. Because th- this really did it for me. So, I go through. Everything's fine. I'm fine. I get my usual scanning in my crotch, like always. <laughs> and then, like, they, they stop me for my bag. My backpack. So, in my backpack, in this backpack was my computer, my laptop, my microphone, and my headphone. So, I'm like, like oh, can we go through your bag? And I'm like, whatever. Okay. So they bring me back in the cut, and I'm standing there, and I'm just like, "What the fuck? Like, what the fuck was in my bag that flagged the damn the, the screen? What the hell?" I look up at the screen, and you know what the fuck it was? What? My microphone. 
Oh, I thought you was gonna say something else. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> nah, I was, I, I was like, my, 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 so like the lady, she looks at the screen, she looks at my bag, she pulls it all out, she looks at the screen again, looks at the microphone, she was like, what? Like, and then she keeps searching through the bag. Like there's gonna, I was like, there's nothing else in the bag. That's it. It's the microphone. You guys flagged me for the microphone. <laughs> she didn't know what it was. Well, she was just like it wasn't her the guy the guy that was at the monitor that like sent it through for the scanning so he um, um she calls him back there and she was like it was a microphone and he looks back in disgust like oh, gosh i thought i got one like, no nigga you didn't like it's a microphone what did he think it was she though was like, um i don't know like a ball of cocaine saw, like, or stand. i guess they saw the stand and they thought it was like some kind of but no, none of it made sense. And I was like, this, whatever, guys. Like, I'm not I'm, I'm not about to cause a scene right here because I don't want to go to jail, especially not here in this evidently really small town. I'm good. <laughs> he like, I got a ball of cocaine in the bag. Like, you would actually put Damn, that through a scanner. Like, she really looked through, like, the rest of the bag trying to figure out, like, no, <laughs> something got to be, something got to be in here. She's like, what the fuck? So she's like, asked the dude, like, she was all disappointed. She was just like, man, it's a microphone. Do you want me to send it back through? And he was like, no, it's fine. I was like, <sighs> that's obnoxious. That really pissed me off. I was just like, yeah. yo, really? Yeah. And that's the thing that, like, like I tell you when they do that, but the article came out and said they miss everything. So it was like, yo, yeah, it's whatever. Whatever on them peoples. But um, I I thought I had one and. I, I really wanted to pull that dude to the side. Like, <laughs> come on, guy. Nobody. Okay. Um, the slaves, the, the the field hands that's that's working with me in the fields, they got me fucked up this whole week. Like, without going into do much, too much detail, I, I think I told y'all before. Like, we got subcontractors that we are over on this project and. So for this particular engagement, um, most of them, the skill that's required, a lot of them are like retired law enforcement and like entire uh, federal, uh, just old white men, basically. And I've been off old white men for a while. I've been over old white men for a while. I think we all, the world is over old white men. Well, there is a high concentration of old white men in my cotton field. And, uh, it's it's bruh like i don't i don't need you to be you know you ain't got to be super cyan with the tech skills you ain't got to know how to write computer code but yo microsoft excel been around since at least what 95 right (laughs) it's been around for a minute a minute how you don't know how to work an excel spreadsheet bruh why is you tapping me on my goddamn shoulder asking me shit like how you add a filter how you save it Bruh, nigga, didn't you work somewhere for like 20 goddamn? Ain't you retired from a job, from something? Didn't you do something before? I know they had spreadsheets, bruh. What did the fuck y'all was doing with the spreadsheets? These niggas, they don't know how to, yo. And then, and then, and then, it's my, it's kind of my job to answer the questions and, and help them out. So that's cool. But like, if I show you how to do something one time, write that shit down or take a picture or remember it. Don't keep tapping me on my shoulder all goddamn day asking me the same shit over and over, dude. And then, like, so today, oh, man, today, we shook up the world. We flipped the table because we had to, we, we showed them because they ain't know how to do pivot tables, right? So, mm-hmm. we had to show them how to do pivot tables. And, bruh, 
they was like, stop the world, I want to get off, what is this, I don't know that dude, it's like, <laughs> it's like we rolled a fucking, uh, the, uh, nuclear reactor into 1933 or something, like, we bowled that shit down, down the middle of the lane and was like, look, physics, them motherfuckers was like, they just, just broke, right, so, my thing about a pivot table is, nigga, just play around with it till it look how you want it, right, it ain't that hard, like, they was like, well, how do you get this stuff in here? It was like, well, right there where the menu is, you check it. Well, where does it go? Like, wherever you want it to go. Well, what do I put, like, so, long story short, so I know what's going to happen tomorrow. And I told I told my coworkers, I was like, y'all know what's going to happen tomorrow, right? Because the purpose of a pivot table is to analyze the information that's in the spreadsheet. I don't think they understand that. I think they just think that, oh, we got to do a pivot table. I don't think they know what a pivot table is for. So my prediction for tomorrow is we're going to go up in there and we're going to get all these documents with these random-ass pivot tables that don't tell nothing. But it's a pivot. I'm telling they like, no. I'm like, I'm telling you, these motherfuckers, I could tell by the questions that they're asking that you do not understand what a pivot table is for because depending on what you're using it for, is how, you gonna, you, how, how am I going to tell you? What, that's like you come to me, hey, Kels, listen, um, I'm about to go to buffet and get some food. What should I get? What should I eat? Where should I put my rib at on my plate? Like, bro, it's your pivot table. What are you trying to analyze? Why are you asking me what you're going? You're, how am I supposed to know? I don't know what you're doing. So I, I got $5 on. We're going to go in tomorrow, and we're going to have just random-ass pivot table. It's just going to be shots of nudes, fingerprints, random dates. It's going to be a mess. So... <laughs> That's how they got me fucked up, because they was just all day, like, you, like, but this thing is, like, they not even that old, like, they're, like, 50s, 60s, 70s, I don't even think, no, it might be a couple in there that's 70s, but, yo, they are, like, dinosaurs, but they don't know how to do nothing, like, oh, this the other, this the other thing, we had a conference call, right, so, you call in, right, what's the conference call room, what's the conference call rule 101, put the shit on mute, right, so, whoever's talking can talk, and you don't hear niggas coughing and breathing and niggas' hearts beating and shuffling papers and shit. You put the shit on mute. This is the second conference call we had where niggas had to physically, after several requests, everybody, you can still hear some rattling. Please put your phones on mute. Several requests. I'm talking about 9, 10, 11, 12 requests. We 15 minutes into this conference call, and niggas still got to be like, uh, somebody's still not on mute. Still to the point where we got to get up. And we have to physically walk around, and we have to check each and every person's phone to figure out who's on mute. But this time, we didn't, because as we're sitting there, the genius person, I guess somebody figured out who it was, because, you know, started listening to the conversation, and somebody told them, put your phone on, everybody put your phone on mute. And we hear the, the genius, who was the cause of the problem, saying, my phone is on mute. And everybody was like, no, it's not, dickhead, because we all just heard you say your phone is on mute. Put your shit on mute. Then, oh, I don't have a mute. Nigga, it's an iPhone. What you, so you see what I'm saying? This is how they got, exactly. This is how they got me fucked up. This is what we go through all day from 8.30 in the morning until 8 o'clock at night. It's shit like this. Shit gotta walk around and tell a motherfucker how to put a phone on mute. Shit gotta tell a motherfucker how to put a filter on an Excel spreadsheet. Shit gotta tell a motherfucker how to open, uh, how to do every goddamn thing. You need me to hold your dick when you go piss too? Nigga, damn. Yeah, that shit is, I mean, I go through that at my job, I just, you know, that that, that comes with the job, because I work with niggas, like, niggas of the niggas. I don't know. If I, if I, 
So that's to me, it's like, oh shit. I'm like, yo, and they all divorced. I'm like, that's probably why your wife left you because she got tired of answering your dumb ass questions. That's probably why all y'all divorced. Like, oh my god, they it's like, and t- I know tomorrow's gonna be. It's like towards the end of the week, it gets worse and worse because I mean. They just get everything, like, if you if you put, like, an apple on the table, right? If you put an apple on the table at 10, and then somebody comes through at 10.30 and moves that apple, and they come back in the room at 11, the apple not there, the, everybody got to stop. Wait a minute, wait a minute. This morning there was an apple there. Now there's not an apple there. It's like, nah, well, we moved the apple. Well, is this a change? Because the last time we did it, we did it with the apple. Now the apple's gone. It's like, well, you yeah, the apple was there. The apple's not the, there no more, but... You can still do what you're doing. Well, I don't know. I'm going to do it without the apple. Like, yo, dude, we're not going to do this all day, bro. <laughs> like, yo, but that's what we, like, little. So that's how they got me fucked up, man. I don't understand how you don't know how to do a sales spreadsheet in 2015. I don't understand how you don't know how to mute your phone for a conference call. I don't understand. me. Huh? That, that gets me. And if, if another motherfucker, if a motherfucker, another motherfucker tapped me on my shoulder, I got to take my headphones all the way out. I got to get up. I got, oh my God, like, oh, and I got to do it with a smile and, and my nice white person voice and act like I don't, I don't mind, even though you on my last goddamn nerves with these same questions you keep asking over and over and over again. Oh my God. I'm like, dude, write it down. Write it down. Oh, I wrote it down. Then refer to, and the thing is. All this shit is all in the we all we send out manuals. Granted, the manuals change, but if it changes, we let you know. It's all in the manual. If you open up the fucking manual and read it, it'll tell you how to do it. But no, it's quicker to tap Kelly on her shoulder and stop Kelly from doing what the fuck she doing, so she can get up and go tell you how to do a goddamn filter on the spreadsheet for the tenth goddamn time. They got so me, what, huh? Y'all, y'all in there like proctoring training or? No, like, we're doing this engagement, but um. Um, so usually how these things work is that the main, the main company that has the, the, um, well, a lot of it, it depends. Like sometimes if they get mandated, the government tells them what they have to do or whoever, whoever it is that, that they got in trouble with tells them what they have to do. But usually how it works is you get the, one of the bigger companies to come in and because number one, we don't have enough people and number two, it will cost too much if we use just our people. We get we hire um we deal with different companies other subcontractors and we bring their people in because a lot of them to be honest like they don't have the you know like i said a lot of them are like retired fbi retired dea retired irs um you know those type of guys they don't really have they don't have the credentials to get hired to come work for us but they have like there's these smaller companies that you know so and i mean like i told you last week they get paid a lot of money so (laughs) And that's the part that, like, I don't get. I'm like, nigga, you worked somewhere for at least 20 years. I know they had spreadsheets where you worked. How you don't know how to do a spreadsheet? But I kind of know. I do kind of know because, like, I told you I worked for the government. I did most of my time contract, but I did work for the government briefly. And when I was in the military, I was stationed at Fort Meade NSA, which is a joint military base, and it's a civilian base. So I spent four years working working with the kind of people who work for the government. So... I'm not that shocked because the U.S. government is still on, like, Internet Explorer 95. They don't have Firefox. They don't have Google Chrome. They don't have none of that fly shit. They still on Internet Explorer. And the way the government works is if you're a good employee, right, you don't get promoted because you're the only motherfucker in that probably whole division to know what they're doing. And your boss don't want to move you, so they keep you. If you're a piece of shit, shipper, them the ones that get promoted because, you know what, get that motherfucker out of here. He's a government worker, so we can't fire him, but goddamn, we could 
promote his ass up and make him somebody else's problem. So, that's how it happens. So, you get motherfuckers like that, 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 you know, you work for the government. Government, you can't get fired. You could be the biggest fuck up in the world. They're just going to shift you around. So, that's how it happens. You work for them places 20, 25 years, and that's how you get into my face asking me how to put a, a fucking filter on a goddamn spreadsheet from fucking XL95. Man, that is fucking... <laughs> I would have been like, are you serious? Yo, I, yo, like... Yo, one yo, one conference called Deadass, <laughs> same thing. And, like, my supervisor, he is, like... I love this guy. He's, he's the most sassiest. Like, everything... He's just very, very, very fucking sassy. Like, everything. So, he on the phone hollering, like, mute y'all phones, mute y'all phones. And then this, this was the day. I was home that day. So, like, he called me personally and was just like, yo, can you get on this? And I was like, whatever. For you, I'll do it. I'm off, but whatever. For you. So, I get on the phone. I'm on my cell phone. And I'm on the phone. And I got, I had my headphones in. Yeah, that's what we do. I think for whatever reason, the, the headphones counteracts the mute or whatever. Yeah. So, we on there. And at first, I didn't have them in. I just had it on speaker and it was muted. It was fine. So, they talking, talking. And then it was, mute y'all phones, mute y'all phones. So I put my headphones in, and it was still the same. It was, mute y'all phones. So I started laughing. Like, when I tell you I was dying, like, I was dying laughing. And then they was just like, yo, whoever's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but see, so could you hear Could you hear yourself laughing on the call, though? Yeah. See, that's the part I didn't get. I'm like, because that's what ours was. Mute your phone, mute your phone 20 minutes. And I'm like, but don't you hear... Don't you hear what you saying on the call? So how you would can't how come we could all hear you but you can't hear you? Is what I don't get. Cause that I'm telling you, that was the second time. The first time we had to get we had we kept saying it and some of whoever it was was shuffling papers. And I'm like, dog, are you not listening to the call? Don't you hear so after the eighth time that somebody says, Mute your call and you hear shuffling papers and you also happen to be shuffling papers. You wouldn't think, oh, let me check because maybe my phone is on mute. That's the first issue I had. Then the second issue I had, if you don't know how mute works, then you knew you didn't mute when they said mute your phone. You should have been like, how you You know you ain't did shit, right? You know you just sitting there like regular. You ain't muted shit because you don't know what mute is. So that should right. So that should have been the second clue that oh, that's probably me since I don't know what the fuck mute is and I ain't do shit anyway when they said mute. So perhaps my phone is not on mute. That's the second thing. Then the third thing is when niggas is walking around checking to see who's on mute. Wouldn't you at that point like maybe glance and see if I'm on mute? Like, bruh, like, dude. And then we it was funny the way it was it's funny the way we figured out who it was because we were looking around but we couldn't really tell but the one there's one guy that works on the project that's English, right? He ha- he has an English accent. So we heard like that we heard whoever it was and then faintly his name's um I don't want to say his name, but anyway, he's English and we heard him say Somebody, he, we heard him say, mute your phone. Has everybody muted your phone? And we heard his accent. So we knew whoever it was was near him. And that's how we figured it out. And then, and then he was like, that's when we heard the guy say, my phone is on mute. And we was like, no, dumbass, it ain't. Because we all heard you. Everybody was like, oh. <laughs> everybody in the was like, you idiot, yo. Oh, my God. And I'm, I'm always like, I'm always the youngest one in any in any job that I have. I'm, I'm usually like the youngest one. But man, when I th- I hollered that day, <laughs> it's I was frustrating. I'm telling myself, it'd be like it was me, and I'm laughing with y'all at these old people on this call that are just belligerent and won't mute their shit. 
Yo, it 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 it, it's, it was it's getting oh, and it's on. This project's supposed to run through at least December, nigga. It ain't even July yet. We like, goddamn. Every day, if you change anything on these motherfuckers, they have like a total breakdown, and it's like y'all are not that old, man. Like, but I, again, I'm over old day, old white men. I'm over, and I'm particularly over these old white men, and I ain't got it for my and my um. It's funny because the um the other team lead was like, yo. All they do is stand around and talk about all these surgeries they have. Like, old fucking men. <laughs> I was like, yo, they do. Like, they stand around and talk about, like, their urology exams and this one. And this one had a fungus and that one had to cut. Like, some old people, bruh. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, so they had me fucked up on that. And they, I, they, I hope they don't have me fucked up tomorrow because, Lord. Yeah, I guess I, ha- I have two. So my right. job got me again today. I walked in. Um, I was out sick the past two days. And I walked in today, and I don't have no internet. So I get on, and I call, you know, call the help desk. Yeah. They put my ticket in. And like, I, I did everything before. I restarted, plugged in, unplugged. Even got the new Ethernet cord. was like, okay, mm-hmm. well, I, don't, I don't really know. Try to troubleshoot it myself because mm-hmm. I don't like going through all that. Mm-hmm. And then... My, uh, the, the office manager, she was just like, oh, go find so-and-so because they know how to whatever. So dude finally comes. He was like, oh, call this number. This is, you know, our office tech that or he works in our region or whatever. So I was like, all right, call this dude. This dude don't answer the phone. I think he got a problem with me, but I'm not sure. But I, can, I, I just get that vibe, but whatever. So I leave the dude a message. So um, this goes on. Maybe I sat there for probably about three hours, two and a half to three hours. And I was just like, man, all right, I'm sick of this. Because that, that makes the day drag. People talk about, I don't got nothing to do. That makes the day go on forever. Yeah, you look you know, up and you be like, I know it's one o'clock. And it be like 12.05. You be like, shit. Right. So I um so I started playing with stuff. And I deleted I deleted the um the driver for the internet. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, I'm fucked up. And I, I try every possible way to bring it back. But finally, I was just like, all right, well, gotta call I found the minute. system restored. Like, I, I don't know. Like, y'all took it away, but I, I got into the administrative settings and found that. So I restored it, and it, it worked, thank God. Yo, you know, the, the, the technician didn't call me. The dude showed up, like, a half hour. The office tech showed up, like, a half hour after. And he was like, you good? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I did it myself, thanks. And then the off the, the you know, the, the virtual tech calls me, like, 2 o'clock. And I was just like... It's done already. He was like, "Oh, you you trying to take my job? Like, you, yeah. you gonna give me your check? Yeah, you know your I mean? check and your job, nigga. Because I was supposed to sit here till two o'clock doing what? Right. Yeah. He was just like, "Oh, okay. Well, well, well call me. And I was like, oh, oh, nasty old man sounded like. <laughs> call me, baby. Call me if you need anything. Yeah. People be so fucked up by my voice, and I'd be like, if only you knew what was sitting on the other side of this phone. That phone you would say- not, You would not be saying that. The phone say, <laughs> you be talking about catfish. Whenever like people make comments, I just be like, mm-hmm. Well, fucking three foot catfish. <laughs> you do got the you do got the phone sex operator voice though. <laughs> Whatever, yo. <laughs> You probably be having a singing. They get over there like, what the hell? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. So, all right. So, that's our show for the week. Sorry, I'm sorry I was eating, but I was hungry and I'm tired and I'm in Ohio. I'm over Ohio, man. 
I'm over this. Yo, you know how else they got me fucked up? Sorry, one more. I'm staying in an Overlook Hotel, man. This bitch is the, 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 the fucking hotel from The Shining, man. They, look, man, they told us that this shit was like, okay, this is a historical hotel. Like, it's just, you know how they got to keep, it's in the historical district of the city, whatever the fuck that means in Columbus, but it's in a historical version of the city, so they keep everything old school. So we was like, oh, okay, so it's going to be, like, laid out, like, the 1920s or the 1950s. We ain't, you know, we ain't know, whatever. I don't know what this fucking shit is historical from. This should look like 1975 to me. And I don't know why you would ever want to preserve anything from 1975. This shit, it looked like the Overlook Hotel. If you've seen The Shining, and then... Them, the, the hallways are brown. The carpet looked just like that. It got these big wide. It looked like the Overlook. I'm up in here like, man, if I see any goddamn thing, I'm out. <clears throat> this shit is fucked. Whack. The only thing that's modern in here is the bathroom. The bathroom looked like it's not. If you ever been in a Westin, the bathroom looked like all the other Westins with the marble and, and all that. But it looked like it's not even attached to this room. Because you step out the bathroom into 1975, nigga. This shit is all wood. It got the brown carpet. I, 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 I would like to go back to the hotel where they had the scented towels. And and uh, I just I can't. I'm, I can't do this here. Like, I'm just so, like, uh the room service is better though. And y'all get to pick like why did they why did they change it? Yeah, usually this is the first time I've ever had this. Usually you get to pick and you know, our company has a, has um negotiated rates with all the hotels all over the world. And usually you get you get to stay where you want and you know, as long as it's under a certain amount, but we never had an issue like the amount is some astronomical number. So usually, you know, as long as it's under like 250 300 you cool but like i said this client is nickel and diamond us to death and they gave us this impossibly low ass rate so that hotel was like yo we already we can't go below that plus they booked out for the summer so they don't really got no reason to book us at the at the at the discounted corporate rate when they can just get the regular because the, i don't know what the regular um rate for that hotel is but it's like twice what we what our corporate rate is so they're like well we ain't gonna do we already dropped it twice what our regular rate is we ain't dropping no more than that so we had to we had to leave we had to come Either to the we would, some of us was gonna stay at the Sheraton, but or the Marriott, or but neither one of those could either could drop as low as so. This is the only place that they that would drop this low. He did get us free breakfast, which is nice, but man, this I, this ain't this ain't that other place, man. That other place was so plush. It was just like you walk in the lobby, it smelled good. The door, oh, it was great. This place is like, eh, it's I. I don't, I don't ever want to stay in those, like, old historic places. Everybody tells me that's how everything is in New Orleans. Yeah, it's like, but it's nice, though. It is like that. Stay there. It is like that, but it's nice. Like, again, it'll be, like, from the, from a, from a, from an era that you would want to keep. Like, you know, the 20s when shit was made nice. Or the 50s when shit, or the, when shit was all laid, you know, fly and shit. The, the fucking post-war years when shit was all extra and fly. This shit looks like 1975. I don't know who would want to fucking preserve 1975. One of the fucking worst times in every one of them. The 70s was the tackiest decade in the history of, of America. Like, <laughs> why would you want to re- preserve this shit? Like, I don't know if you can see behind me. I would. It's. Uh, I don't even feel like your camera off. It's been on. Oh. Okay, yeah, it's, it's, and this is, really, yeah. the, the little ass, the, the, 
the, the, the, the TV in the other hotel, I don't know what size it was, but the TV was like the size of the whole wall. This one fucking TV, my TV at home is bigger than this. My TV at home, I think it's 84 or 72, I don't know. This shit, this shit is like, I don't know, maybe 42 inches, maybe 42 inches. This shit is small. Like the hell? Bullshit. I can't work under these conditions. <laughs> it has Wi-Fi though. No. Where you want I'm on my I'm on my hotspot. Damn. I, it do have Wi-Fi, but it, it sucks. So I plus I just use my hotspot because it doesn't kick me off and whatever. Uh, they got me. I that's three fucked ups for the week. So I this is just this has just been an awful, terrible, very bad, however that shit go, week, and it's only Wednesday. All right, y'all. Things turn around. Oh, it will. It's gonna turn around this weekend. It's gonna turn around as soon as my fucking feet hit the ground in New York City on Friday, cause my boy Rich's birthday. Oh, it's cause it's Pride. I thought you was coming. Oh, we didn't forget. We forgot to talk Pride. Maybe we'll discuss it the week after. We forgot to do Pride. I wanted to go to Pride, but I just fucked my money up, so I I can't. Cause I'm gonna be on the street looking crazy. <laughs> You know what else we got to add to shit we watched? You mentioned it, but I forgot. The New York Girls TV. You said you wanted to do that, right? The one on YouTube? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll also do that, listeners out there, if y'all still listening. We're going to do, uh, uh, there's a, um, there's a YouTube show called New York Girls TV, and I, I am the first one. I can't stand YouTube shows. I can barely get through any of them, especially these dyke ones, but this one is actually good, and I've actually been able to watch it, and I actually look forward to the yeah. new episodes of it. So, watch out. What you yeah. call it's coming back to between women? Oh, I'm not crazy about that one. That's one of the ones I just be watching. You know, you know, a show is not good when I just turn on YouTube. I don't even be watching them shits in order. I just, you know, I just like watch episode yeah. ten, then I go to episode two. Like it ain't gonna matter. This shit ain't gonna make no goddamn sense anyway. Like whatever. Right. Like and then I go to eight. It's <laughs> like, no. That one, I didn't think the story was bad per se. Which one is between women? There's so many the, of them. Um, I'm about to say the one with all the black people, but <laughs> um, the one, the one that's based in Atlanta, and they got the um Miller with the. Oh yeah, 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 and, yeah. Yeah, um, that plot. You, I thought that plot was ridiculous. You ain't think it was. Wait, yeah. To some extent, and I don't know. The, the acting is see, horrible. I've been seeing all of them around Atlanta, and they be. I'm gonna keep my thoughts to myself. No, this the podcast. How they be? They a, a lot of them. It's like you look at them and it's like, yeah, I recognize who you are, but you expect me to like bend at your feet and like ask you for an autograph? No, nah, man. Yeah, like I, I run, I've run into them in the mall, like at wine tasting, at random shit. And they just be sitting there like they fucking Brad Pitt and shit. And it's just like, nigga, if one of them bitches got up and hit me in the head with a chair, I wouldn't know who not near one of them was. I'd be like, who I that? went to a party. The first Pride, the first year that I was here, I went to, I was out for Pride, and they had, they threw a party, and, like, a whole bunch of them just kind of, like, bombarded the line, and, like, bars through the line, which is fine, I get it, it's y'all party, y'all VIP, cool, but what you're not gonna do is push me out of the way, like, fuck that, you gonna, you gonna say excuse me and acknowledge me as, as a human fucking being, <laughs> as somebody that's, that's paying, paying you to do what you wanna do. Like, fuck that. And don't nobody know who y'all is? Y'all on the YouTube saying, I ain't not, I ain't knocking Karuchi on the YouTube series. But I know that's, you know, I listen. 
whatever. Y'all can't act. I wish these, like, yo, do your thing. But if you want to be in TV and film and all this shit, you got to go, you got to work on your craft. Go take an acting classes. Go take a reading. For, what First, go take a reading class. Go take a pronunciation class. And go take an acting class. Like, yo, I'm not Meryl Streep, but goddamn, I could do, like, yo. I told you. I just... That, that level of arrogance, though, that shit is such a turn up. I don't know I how you arrogant from what. I don't. I bet you. I bet you half the people on this show, but except for maybe three or four people, don't even know what the hell we talking about at all. <laughs> like, what show is this? What y'all talking about? I don't know shit. So you you want to act better, but we both standing here in Forever Twenty One. So what? what and for doing? real, for real, I probably make more money than you anyway. <laughs> like, for real, for real, but um. Oh, and it's another one, too, if you want to do. What's the name? Oh, I forgot her Twitter name. I'm sorry. What is her Twitter name? Uh, anyway, she told me about it. It's called Sky's the Limit. Uh-huh. Um, um, and that, that, one is, that, one's set, that one is set in D.C., and it's also really good. And the acting is not bad, and the storyline is really good, too. No plot holes, no ridiculousness, no just... Horrible acting, no men's warehouse suits. I know that's your shop, but <laughs> like none. none. Nah, I just, you know, I, I get what y'all are saying. Um, I hear y'all, but yeah, I still, I'm, I'm loyal to them. Yeah, yeah I ain't doing. I mean, but get y'all shit tailored. Get yeah. y'all shit tailored and pick a good fucking suit. That's yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. So, sky's the limit. We can add that one too. Look that one up. I think. I don't know how many seasons of that. Actually, I should check and see if it was a new one or if it was just a one-off. But that was really good. I enjoyed that one. So is that one in New York Girls TV? That between women, we could do that. But I, th- I don't like that one. But we could do it just for the jokes alone. Yeah. Ain't nothing funny happened this week, man. We used to be on here joking. This was like a badass week. You know yeah, why? You know why? Because June is coming to an end. And, and July season is coming. And cancer baby season is coming. So, you know... Can't can't you know it got to go out like a whimper so we can come in with a bang. That's what it is. That's 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 what it is right there. All these crazy ass Gemini's, all these crazy ass Gemini's bringing the energy down because you know. So yeah, all right, all right, y'all. So we gonna call this fuck your flag. Oh, that's funny because I was gonna say fuck your set. Uh, yeah. Oh, you, you want to do that? I like fuck your set. Either one, they the same thing. Fuck your flag, fuck your set. That's what we, uh, I don't know. You like that one? It's up to you. I like fuck your set. Fuck your set. That's what we're going to call this. Fuck. I don't know. We'll let y'all know when we post it. This the first yeah, time. This the first time I couldn't come up with one right at the end. So, yeah, we'll let y'all know. All right. So, go ahead. Do your outro. Suave. <laughs> All right, so this has been episode 12. Uh, thanks for asking. You can hit us up on our respective Twitters. Mine is at Sincerely Swab. Mine's is KMGZ. And um, y'all have been hitting us up, and y'all say y'all like the show, so we always want to shout y'all out. Um, and hopefully y'all continue to like it, and um, we continue to bring it to you. Hopefully we have a better week. This has been, like, the, the, the fucking worst week ever. So God bless the people that got shot and uh, that got killed in, in South Carolina. And... Fuck the Confederacy forever and ever. Amen. Amen. But um, if there's something you guys want us to address, to cover, to talk about, whatever, consider um, 
just hit us up and let us know. The email is still there. Thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com and the podcast Twitter, but it's probably easier to just hit us up on our own individual. Yeah, and, and also, um, people been asking us about and iTunes. That's all we got. Wait, no, people been asking us about iTunes. We've been having some technical difficulty difficulties with that, but I think I finally figured out what the issue is, so um, we will try to be up on iTunes soon, but you know what? Fetty Wap ain't on iTunes, so y'all can catch us on SoundCloud till then. Alright? Alright. Peace. Alright, ciao guys.